0: Welcome to Episode 8 of Mancy, a podcast about the history of magic and its impact on our culture. Each episode, we cover a different method of Mancy or method of magic. I'm R.J. Walker. I'm a spoken word artist and writer. With me is my co-host, L.
1: I'm L Alder. I've been a professional psychic for seven years. I'm also a solitary eclectic witch.
0: It inspires fear and wonder and has for over a hundred years years many christians believe that it is a gateway toward demonic possession hell even some occultists believe it can lead to possession if used improperly it's been the subject of horror movies urban legends and high school ghost stories forever you may have used one yourself for a bit of spooky fun with your friends Spirit boards, or talking boards, are used to communicate with the dead or entities beyond the veil. The most famous spirit board is known as the Ouija board. Necromancy, through use of a board with words, letters, or symbols. Do you remember the cup of tea I drank on the Tassiomancy episode? Well, something I should mention is that we used liquid death mountain water To brew that tea. A good cup of tea or coffee actually starts with good water. Liquid Death's water is harvested from the Austrian Alps and is probably haunted by the 268 people who went hiking there and never returned. Their entire October stock is certified cursed by a real witch. When I showed Elle the video of the water being cursed, she said, Oh no, yeah, that's real. They put a demon in that water. The demons and ghosts in every can will brutally murder your thirst before it murders you. After your thirst has been murdered, the empty vessels of liquid death are made of 100% recyclable aluminum. Every time you recycle a can, you're participating in a mass ritual to bring death to plastic. Plastic is the vessel of lies because even recycled plastic still ends up in the landfill as slag. Purchasing and recycling a can of Liquid Death helps ensure that plastic is punished for its sins. Available at liquiddeath.com or any Whole Foods location. First, we're going to do a Ouija board reading in the traditional way, or the somewhat traditional way. Then, in part two, we're going to look at something a little more contemporary. We're going to look at the Charlie Charlie Challenge, which was another kind of spirit board that involved pencils that would move on their own to point to things on the board. It was a big deal in 2015 on Vine, so (laughs) we'll see if it still holds up today, even as The internet has moved on from Vine. Rest in peace, Vine. Just a quick disclaimer trigger warning for some domestic abuse and domestic violence.
1: Mention of sexual assault as well. Mention of
0: sexual assault in this episode. This shit gets crazy just so you know. There's a pause button. Take a break if you have to. So much of what is part of the Ouija legend is just that. It's legends and myths. Complete fabrications as part of the marketing campaign for the board. Also a lot of satanic panic propaganda that came out in the 80s and 90s to make people panic about Ouija boards. But, like a lot of things in America, marketing campaigns can take on a life of their own and infect our folklore and pop culture in ways we may not even realize. Alistair Crowley, that greasy motherfucker, (laughs) wrote a whole book about how to use an Ouija board, to contact Enochian angels and integrated it into his esoteric uh, spiritual order of the golden dawn mm. um, Crowley would later help facilitate a schism within that group a little, little rebellion in this mm. secret society mm-hmm. we could talk all day about how the Ouija board could be used to contact elementals and tear open the veil and see the eye of God like all this shit that Aleister Crowley says it can do <laughs> But if you're interested in that very technical, like, aspect of, like, magic and spiritualism, then go read, like, the textbooks.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> like, if you're interested in engineering, read some engineering textbooks. If you're interested in learning about the crazy shit people did with engineering, then go listen to a podcast. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> which is what we're, we're here for. Yeah. Uh,
0: the book Aleister Crowley and the Ouija Board is a good place to start if you want to, like, really get into that shit. Instead, though, we're going to be covering the history of the board, doing our best to separate the mythologies from the very real impact it's had. Uh, because while people absolutely talked out of their asses about the Ouija board, the impact and the, the ways it has affected our culture is absolutely undeniably real.
1: hmm Yeah, Ouija is... The Ouija board is definitely... Very controversial and, like, spicy thing in Mm. spirituality and occult and just modern-day everything.
0: So, it was originally created as a board game Mm -hmm. by a man named Elijah Bond and was sold by the Kennard Novelty Company in an attempt to capitalize on the modern spiritualist movement. Kennard, the owner of the company, is the one credited with the branding. His wife had a good luck charm that had the phrase... Ouija on it. Uh, he told everybody, though, that he consulted the board for its name and that it was an ancient Egyptian word that meant good luck. Uh, of <laughs> course, this claim is highly disputed, mostly by people who know ancient Egyptian. And no, that's not <laughs> what it means. Um, but it is believed that his wife's good luck charm featured just the word yes twice. Once in French, oui, and then again in Germany. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, or just Ouija if you're from America. Where I does guess. the
1: like IE on the end of that? Ouija. It's an A. Like, where does that even come from? Was you know? It's just easier to say.
0: Phonetics is just wild. Okay. Um, you know, like GIF or GIF why why do, why do we say scuba when it's self-contained underwater with an uh breathing apparatus short for self-contained underwater breathing apparatus but it's not scuba is it no. Maybe
1: it just sounds better. It just
0: sounds better, mm, I okay. guess. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> who, who the fuck knows? Language is fake. Um, yeah. <laughs> so part of what Elijah wanted to do with the Ouija board was provide more accessibility for spiritualism. Medium shows and seances were all the rage in the 1800s, and they were highly profitable. Celebrity mediums like the Fox sisters saw to that and would just they would just sell out rooms and make a whole bunch of money, mm-hmm. even though they would later be proven to be fraud that could pop their foot knuckles um,
1: ew that's how
0: they made the knocking sounds was like one of them would like <laughs> pop her foot knuckle
1: <laughs> to, it's
0: real gross <laughs> and then i think there's a, a a video or audio of her doing it she's like it's just my foot knuckle
1: ew uh, <laughs> yeah. um real quick did anyone who was doing like ouija board shows have like audience members do them too or is it just the so uh
0: they're... The, the Ouija board is actually part of very few shows.
1: I was wondering, it's more of like an experience, yeah, I think. It, it
0: wasn't designed to be used by professional mediums. Mm. Um, it was designed to capitalize on the people who were giving money to professional mediums. <laughs> you, um, you know, back back in the day, and even today, a lot of what made these mediums so successful was the idea that they were supernaturally gifted and had inherent talents and abilities that other people didn't. So you could only go to the fox sisters because they were the only ones that connection to the other side Mm -hmm. the ouija board was intended to change all that by making the magic of mediumship just available to everybody
1: yeah oh i have some opinions about that i have some (laughs) strong opinions about that yeah
0: the you know is we see it a lot i guess today with like apps that come out you know, where it's like you have an app like Robinhood instead of an actual stockbroker that just increases the accessibility of it. And sometimes that can be a good thing. And sometimes there can be unintended consequences that people should, you know, think about before they, <laughs> they do shit like that and try to circumvent an expert.
1: Yeah, that's kind of – we were talking about – Um, That kind of with the Ouija board before we came down to record today. And RJ was like, basically, a Ouija board is like a chat room and you just don't really know who's going to come through. And I was like... No, no, no. I do it. I know who's going to come through because I'm trained, because I'm a professional, because I've done this, because I know how to do this. But absolutely, if you don't know how to do that, don't know how to control things, don't know how to control who you're talking to, it is like a chat room and who knows who you're going to find. I
0: know. I, d- I just imagine that like the the planchette like moves over like a s. L is asking for our age sex location. Oh, my God. He's he's an old chat room dude from like from like dial up Internet times from MySpace. He died on MySpace and now haunts the
1: world. There is a I think it was a I think it's called Yes, God, Yes. And it was like a Netflix original movie that I was like, I'm just going to watch this while everyone's gone from the house tonight. And um, it's like set in the I want to say like early 2000s, this girl like a Catholic school who's like discovering her sexuality and who she is as a person and she gets onto <laughs> yeah. some chat rooms and someone says ASL and she was like, what does that mean? And then I realized American how Sign Language. fucking old I am yeah. because I was like, oh, I know what that means but probably kids now would have no idea. No, they
0: straight up had like... Um, assemblies and stuff about how to not get disappeared by talking Yeah, to no, I remember online. that. You remember those? And,
1: like, I remember when I was younger, I did not have Facebook or anything until I was, like, 17. Well, I sn- sneakily had them, but I wasn't allowed to have them from my parents. Like, they decided that. And, you know, anyway, what a weird time.
0: That's, yeah. That's enough about millennial nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, the... There were claims that the talking boards like the Ouija board are from ancient Rome or ancient Egypt – um, there's one theory that Pythagoras invented it, and he had a table with wheels that was a triangle that would go over letters drawn on a floor in his like giant Ouija board sized room. And uh, I feel like
1: that could work. I want one of those. Yeah, I'd want a room like and, that. And
0: we're gonna talk uh, talk a little bit about it because that that is kind of the myth around table turning.
1: Uh, okay. um,
0: but there's if Pythagoras had these giant Ouija rooms, there's zero archaeological evidence of any of that.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Um, so the all all that stuff was fabricated to give the Ouija board more legitimacy. The true origin is that it's likely a mashup of popular seance bits uh known as table turning and an ancient Chinese automatic writing technique called Fuji that was later co-opted by the French for. And called planchette writing. And I'll explain kind of what those two things are real quick and how they okay. got like the peanut butter and chocolate moment of becoming <laughs> the Ouija board. Okay. Um, so table turning uh, involved a group of people all placing their hands on a small table, just like a small end table or a nightstand
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, in a very large room. And everyone leans into the table and just pushes on it like slowly. The table gets turned and pushed around the room. And as this happens, the people with their hands on the table slowly speak the alphabet aloud in a circle. Okay. So just A, B, C, D, E. And whichever direction the table turned, like whichever person the table moved toward, it would correspond with their letter uh, or just the last letter they had spoken. Okay. Um, and then there was somebody in the back who would, like, dictate, like, oh, yes, they're spelling out
1: this secrets from beyond the veil. another thing that if we had time machines, I would desperately want to go to. Uh,
0: I think Lefty actually told me that he did a table-turning show. Lefty is my stage magician friend. Um, yeah. So maybe I should hit him up and be like, hey, Lefty, do you still do table-turning? It would be fun to try.
1: I, yeah, I would love to do one.
0: Um, now, the the other thing that kind of helped create the Ouija board was called Fuji which is one of the earliest forms of automatic writing in history um, it was emerging emerg- emerging
1: emerging
0: <laughs> emerging from the Ming <laughs> Dynasty between like the 1300s and 1600s uh, it, it involved a heart-shaped board with a stick poking down from the tip and one person would hold the stick or it's like a stylus and that's called a jisho Uh and another person would hold the heart-shaped board, uh, which would be you know, what we would call a planchette. Uh, one of the men would become possessed by a god or a spirit and then move the little board around. The stick would draw characters in incense, ashes, or sand, and then that would be interpreted. Um, the practice was later adopted by French mediums who used uh, a pencil instead of a stylus and ashes. And like... All the research I've done about um, Fuji showed that a lot of times, like the squiggles and the ashes and stuff, they would interpret that as characters or sometimes create whole new characters for the Chinese language hmm. based on um, this divination technique. So a lot of written Chinese was originally meant for divinatory purposes.
1: Isn't? I know that um, there's like several different dialects and types of Chinese languages basically Mm -hmm. but doesn't one of them have like 200 characters just in the alphabet
0: yeah like i think a lot of them
1: have like
0: it's a more like syllabic language rather than like written phonemes like what we have Mm. um and also a a little more pictographic
1: yeah and that's
0: why when it was later adopted by the french and they used a pencil you know mm-hmm. instead of ashes it didn't quite work as well and i saw like it said that the planchette was invented by a man named who only is known as w m planchette
1: w m
0: planchette and he was a famous medium in france that all seems to be bullshit though um because <laughs> planchette just translates to little board like planchette is Which just is little board in what french
1: what planchette like,
0: is it is me the great medium little board This was my game name (laughs) and now it is my magic name.
1: Um, I a gang name that's planchet. Like, does he just go and take the Ouija board and like sit in front of his enemies <laughs> and spell out like their deepest fears? Yeah, darkest, he's just like scribbling in
0: a trance. Like, yeah, and he's like,
1: "You never were loved by your mom." <laughs> like, is that his defense? He Just leaves <laughs> yeah. everyone crying. Your
0: dad isn't dead. He just abandoned you. This <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> <no. laughs> is just, just all this cursed knowledge <laughs>
1: that he passed on. That would be me. That is honest to god. My greatest. Like, I feel like that's the thing that makes people not want to fuck with me. (laughs) is that I'm a psychic and like sometimes I will not even be mean I'm just like speaking some truth to people and they're like can you just not do that right now can you just not call me out anyway if I was in a gang that's what they would use me for
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so the uh Uh, the planchette, well, they would have like a medium do it. Like you still needed a medium to make the planchette work because they would do the scribbles and then they would do scrying of the scribbles, basically. So
1: you'd need someone to interpret Mm -hmm. the information. Right. So you still
0: needed that professional medium and Mm -hmm. you also kind of needed a professional medium to help with the table turning because it was so complicated. You needed a special table. You needed a special room with really smooth waxed floors. You needed a bunch of people and you needed a guy to like dictate, you know. Yeah,
1: a lot of these also, for them to be really successful because a lot of times you'll just get gobbledygook if you're not like you don't know like what how to do it or how to channel the energy so you would probably i would imagine that getting a medium to help with that would be uh, beneficial
0: yeah now both the table turning and fuji had you know those glaring issues about how complicated it was going to be. Um, So Elijah was like, what if I take these very complicated things and just remove the complicated parts from them and combine, combine them, like take the best parts from both and make a whole new thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The simplified version of the automatic writing tool Uh, worked similarly to table turning where, you know, it's a bunch of people pushing around the planchette rather than a table. And the letters were written on an actual board. Uh, So, yeah, he was like, let's let's do this. And the craziest thing about it is how effective it truly was. Nobody really knew at the time. But the mechanism that made the Ouija board so spooky and so effective was the Idiomotor effect, mm. uh, which is our subconscious movements. It's like the movements that exist in our subconscious that we may not even realize like if you've ever been on like autopilot to your house like when mm-hmm. you're driving yeah that's the ideomotor effect your subconscious is just kind of like taking you there while your conscience is like wandering about any of the myriad things to have anxiety about in 2020
1: yeah. oh yeah all uh, of them <laughs> so many things just like look at something and you can have anxiety about it yeah. very like justifiably yeah. so so
0: the ideomotor response it allows us to like keep functioning it serves a very important role in mm-hmm. our ability to survive
1: yeah
0: um now uh, it's also called the uh, IMR, just for short.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a psychological phenomenon that occurs whenever you move unconsciously. There's several ways to trigger IMR. You could be accessing a memory, being put through an emotional ordeal, uh, or through an empathetic connection to others. Like when you yawn and then it the yawn comes, like the contagious yawn. Mm-hmm. Um, you can often... You know, catch yourself doing these things, uh, especially when it comes to writing. These days, we, we type. Our fingers just go on autopilot. We're thinking of the words in our brains for mm-hmm. what to type. You're not thinking, you know, unless, I don't know, you ha- aren't well-practiced at typing, you aren't thinking like A, N, D. You're thinking, and then I went to the store and just like typing that out, you know? yeah. Uh, we barely just, uh... even register
1: we're moving. Sorry, I just wanted to note really quickly, I just saw, like, a little wispy guy or, like, a little weird spirit, and my fingers definitely want to be playing with the board right now. Like, I have to, like... Hold my hands. So we're not just playing to the board while we're doing it. Oh, just yeah. interesting. We it's, should
0: mention that we've got a Ouija board set up right in got front two, of us. Yeah. We have the one that was custom made for L and then we have one just brand new, just bought it at Barnes and Noble. It was the only place we could find one.
1: So if it's cursed, we're gonna make it. Yeah, I like CBS. called all,
0: like all the board game stores in the city, and they were like, Oh no, we don't care. I
1: literally like uh, searched Ouija boards <laughs> near me and Barnes and Noble had one at like every location. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I called one game store and they were like, we're sold out Halloween season. It's a big year for the Ouija board. Because what else are people going
1: to do? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to note that I definitely just saw a spirit in uh, here. Well,
0: we're just going <laughs> to tap the little clearing bell. <laughs>
1: okay. That's uh, so that
0: you don't, you know, get possessed by Zul or okay. Zozo or whatever. yeah um, So uh, Elijah had no idea about the idiomotor effect uh, when he made the Ouija board. He just kind of took some existing stuff and streamlined it for commercial production. As far as anyone was concerned, it was 100% ghosts. Uh, unless you were part of certain Orthodox Christian denominations. Mm-hmm. Then it was 100% demons. Um, <laughs> the spirit board allowed anybody to be a medium. You just needed a friend or two and you could talk to ghosts. The collective unconscious was scarred for life from that point forward. Teenagers would be tampering with forces beyond their understanding indefinitely. <laughs> after, forever, yes. After this thing was released, we've got crazy movies. like There's a whole like Ouija like, connected universe universe we watched Ouija origin of evil yeah we did prep for this episode
1: I don't know that it was like as scary as I really wanted it to be it
0: really wasn't that good especially like because Mike Flanagan did Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House and it even featured some of the actors from those shows so I know how good he can be like I know how good Mike Flanagan can be
1: I think it was but you know like his big thing is generational trauma and trauma yeah. like from the things that were missing and that was kind of what it was about yeah, it just wasn't...
0: It felt like a poor dress rehearsal for Hill House, honestly. <laughs>
1: oh. Like a bad dress
0: rehearsal for Hill House. I agree with like, that. Like, go watch it, you know? It's it's, it's
1: fun. I would say it's a fun it's, movie, it's, but it's fun. not scary.
0: It's, and it's definitely not at the writing level of Haunting of Hill House.
1: Yeah, sure. you could tell that the writers yeah. who did Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor were not on that movie. But it was still pretty good. I mean, it still had some of And those... the acting was good. Yeah, the acting was good. The mom was really good. The, mom, the youngest daughter yeah. was spoopy. But, you know, mm. yeah.
0: Um, So, as we've learned, talking to ghosts isn't really for everyone. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Necromancy is not just something that – you know, everyone should be doing um, (laughs) real or not. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Some people just shouldn't do necromancy. Uh, There's story after story of people becoming obsessed with their spirit boards and they start living their whole lives around it. Uh, They would consult the spirit board for everything, sometimes to very disastrous, very tragic effect.
1: Yeah. And actually I do want to say before I really knew that I was like truly psychic, like, practicing how to tarot deck was actively doing it there was a time in my life that i would consult the spirits about literally everything and boy howdy did it get me emotionally fucked up for like a couple of years i
0: imagine if spirits are like the spirits (laughs) of people who have died
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: you're trying to do this in america from people in america's past you're probably going to get some like, shit answers. Well, like, I, I don't know. Say, I couldn't read while I was alive. What makes you think I would know how to what, <laughs> what stocks to invest in? I ain't no shit.
1: No idea. <laughs> well, I would say that a lot of it comes from like there's something very addicting to having everything that happens to you be not your fault. Like, there's just something about, like, if I can give away, and that's like, people love abusers for that reason. People will stay with abusers because it's like, well, I don't, this isn't my fault. This isn't on me. It's someone else is directing my life. But when you're doing that, I guarantee you aren't talking to real spirit guides because your spirit guides and angels and all of that do not live in the human world. And so angels will be like, I will fix this problem for you. This happens all the time. I see people talk to the angels and be like, anything I can have to be with my family. And then all of a sudden they've lost every cent that they ever had, their businesses, their homes. They're living in a trailer out in a national forest and all they've got is their family. But by God, do they have family time? So it's like when you're consulting spirits... When that's where you're seeking information and answers from, you can't really trust it unless you're filtering it through your human experience, which is why, like, if they were so good at being human, they would be here. They would be doing it. They wouldn't be consulting us from the stars. They would be here. They aren't. So everything is, like, with a grain of salt. That's also, like, mediums and psychics and intuitives that interpret that stuff can apply it to human existences.
0: Speaking of so. grains of salt— uh... L has given me a piece of Himalayan rock salt to protect mm-hmm. me.
1: I have one on each Ouija board, and then RJ has one, and I have a silver half dollar on the new Ouija board to kind of keep everything under control until it <laughs> is time. <Okay.
0: laughs> Damn. Like, this is way <laughs> spookier than the automatic writing episode. It
1: kind of is,
0: isn't it? <laughs> Just like – and this is also – like, there's literally so much. Yeah. Uh, so, y'all – this Buckle is, up. This is going to be a long episode, and we ha- if we have to, we will split it into three parts.
1: Which might be the thing, yeah. so hang in there.
0: Um. <laughs> So one of the earliest stories of Ouija board madness um, <laughs> involves a Boston woman in 1891. She was reported as being a fine-looking woman of 28 years of age, like in the mm-hmm. newspaper. Okay. That's my newsy voice. Um, <laughs> this is Mid Atlantic.
1: Get your papes. <laughs> yeah,
0: extra, extra. Um, she was wandering up and down the streets of Boston, completely naked, shouting, "We just said so, and I knew it was true!" Over and over over Uh, (laughs) apparently her husband had walked out on her some while back and she had been receiving attention from another younger man Mm -hmm. but then they had a fight about something and he walked out too so she asked the Ouija board if her husband would return and the planchette moved to no (laughs) Oh. (laughs) she then asked about the younger man and the board spelled out this sentence he has ceased to love you He will never return. And a few mornings later, she was found wandering around in the nude, screaming, A Ouija said so, and I knew it was true, over and over. Uh, (laughs) This this story in the Boston Globe would be used over and over by Orthodox Christians as proof of Ouija board madness and Ouija board demonic possession. Like, using this Ouija board got her, like, all possessed.
1: Um, Or maybe she's just emotionally unstable and looking for an excuse to validate a story about how she isn't worthy of love. Did we think about that?
0: I mean, that is extremely likely. Also, what the fuck, Boston Globe? Like, over here, like, oh, yeah, she was a real fine-looking woman walking around naked. so she's just
1: naked. So, (laughs) like, so the guy's like, you know... Okay, I, I I could go for more of this. Yeah. I could go for more of like, that. That's a very weird comment. Literally,
0: the the like sub headline was like, um, you know, like hot lady gets naked in the street. Like, like,
1: I, yeah, this sounds like um, <laughs> binders full of women, but it's just their pictures. Like this just reminds me of too too much. Oh, oh my god, I
0: forgot about the binders full of women.
1: Yeah, I mean it's been it's been a long four years, my friend. <laughs> I remember when that
0: was like the worst thing.
1: Oh boy. Do I miss those times?
0: So another time during the 1930s, because it's always the fucking 1930s.
1: Of course. That's it's what we're finding. Everything. <laughs> might as well just, okay, someone make a time machine. Send us back to the 1930s. We will do all of these things and we'll report back. That's so
0: what a 15-year-old girl named Maddie Turley shot her father in the back with a shotgun, killing him. She took the witness stand to tell the judge and jury that her mother, Dorothea, consulted the Ouija board with her and had instructed her to murder the man. She said, "'The Ouija board told me to shoot Daddy so that Mother could have her freedom. It was terrible. I shook all over.' while dorothea would frequently <laughs> quarrel with her husband like she would frequently get in get into arguments with her husband there was evidence showing that dorothea received a hefty life insurance payment and also that she had a secret lover Uh, so so while Maddie, like the, the the daughter pulled the trigger, the court believed she had been coerced by her mother who using the Ouija board to commit the act. Maddie was sentenced to reform school and would stay there until she was 21. Dorothea was charged with intent to murder, but a higher court overturned the charge three years later. And the reform school was just like, go be a nun. You have to go be a nun to purify.
1: Was the daughter, did she use the word with her mom? Or was the mom using the word and then told the daughter what to do? No, they were using it together. I, there are so many people that shouldn't be parents. Um, That's my takeaway from that, is that there's a lot of people that shouldn't parent people but do. And that's super unfortunate because children are very impressionable. Yeah,
0: also... Don't get your kids to do the murder for you.
1: I yeah, like she probably figured that she was going to get away with it if her mm-hmm. daughter did, and like her daughter, what God sent her some reform school for a couple of years, like
0: yeah, eh. till she was 20, it was like six years. She to be a nun she was twenty one.
1: Do you ever recover from that? Probably not from Prob- killing your
0: father. Probably not. No. Uh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Uh, This is certainly not the only Ouija board (laughs) murder. This one just was sickening. So um, I told you a little bit about this one. Um, In 1935, Nellie Hurd did an Ouija board seance with her friends. And during the seance, the board told her husband, 77-year-old Hubert Hurd, that he had a secret relationship with the neighbor lady and had given this neighbor lady 15 grand. Hubert would later tell police that Nellie had been consistently accusing him of lying and stealing from her. Over a period of weeks, Nellie would continue to consult the Ouija board and would accuse her husband of whatever the board told her he did. Okay. So he was just like, what? I didn't do none of this shit. And she was like, Yeah, but this, the ghosts told me you did. Hubert, Hubert Heard, you sinner, you infidel, you swine. How dare you? And he's just this old ass fucking man who's he's like,
1: I've left didn't, his chair. Like, yeah. I mean,
0: left his chair in like 15 years. Yeah. And just... also, how long have they been married? You know? And <laughs> she's like, Just now you think he's cheating on you when he's 77 and probably has to like. Take uh, mummy powder to get an erection. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> um. Yeah, I think. Obvi- like, you know, I get a lot of clients. Who come to me, and they're like, I want to know about my relationship, and I want to know if I'm going to stay in this relationship, and I want to know if, like, this is going to work out long term. And then they say, like, the most, like, horrendous things about their partner. They're like, yeah, I mean, I really want to just know if we're going to get married, but he has sexually assaulted me several times. And I'm kind of like... are you looking for an excuse to break up with them? Like, I just ask my clients that because yeah. that's a lot of, like, what it is. So we're going to, like, hear the rest of the story. But this bitch was crazy and wanted something <laughs> to, like, just put, be put able her, to act put, on. Yeah. Put her crazy
0: into. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so as these accusations ramped up, uh, Nellie would get a little more radical and way more violent. Over the course of several weeks, Nellie would systematically physically torture Hubert. She tied him to like the bedpost with wire and repeatedly beat him with a knotted rope and a wire whip until he would confess to whatever the Ouija board said he did. She would burn him with a red hot poker, stab him in the shins with a knife and hold a revolver to his head until he confessed of his like infidelity and that he was giving money away and all the stuff the Ouija board said that he was doing uh he tried to get away once um and just tried to run away mm-hmm. and she caught him and tortured him some more so the second time he got loose he got hold of the revolver and he shot nelly in the head killing her hubert was not even charged with murder it was deemed justifiable
1: he probably was covered in, like, torture marks when they found oh, him. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> they probably found the bed with the fucking wire and blood all over it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, dude, this is pretty open and shut. <laughs> like, self Pretty clear
1: uh, what happened here. That's just, uh, you know, I'm really glad for uh, Karma and that I know that she then and also in so many future lives will be paying that back. That's just awful to think about. Yeah.
0: It's not all doom and gloom with the Ouija board, though. Like, there's definitely more murders and crazy shit, (laughs) right, that I found. Um, But the Ouija board actually proved to be a boon for some people, too. Uh, Iris Maloney. Hey, it's me. Iris Maloney. Maloney. (laughs) And I just won $1.4 million in the California lottery after using a Ouija board to pick the numbers.
1: This reminds me of the Angel of Moroni. (laughs) Moroni. Moroni.
0: Everybody, me and Moroni. So she hung her Ouija board on the wall as like a symbol of her success uh, before her big win. Uh, So before everything happened, her husband, Hank, didn't much care for that Ouija board nonsense. Mm -hmm. Telling her, Iris, it's your husband, Hank Maloney. (laughs) And I want you to throw that Ouija board in the garbage. Throw the damn thing away. And she is quoted as saying about her husband, after winning, Hank isn't laughing at me anymore. <laughs> oh,
1: that's terrifying. Yeah. So Hank,
0: at the, at the time that she was winning this money, had some medical problems. Uh, and the money from the Ouija board basically saved his life. So like he was in the hospital <laughs> after having heart problems. And they were like, how are we going to pay this? And then she won the lottery with the Ouija board money and saved Hank's life.
1: Wow, that's,
0: the Ouija, I mean, give I'm going to be honest. The Ouija it away.
1: I would be pissed. <laughs> I would be like, <laughs> I was going to like go on some dope trips, but now I just had to pay for you and your hospital bills and you didn't even believe oh, in I'm it. I'm sure
0: they had plenty of money left over.
1: I hope, but it is America. $1.4 million easily can be eaten up by the like hospitals oh, yeah, and medical yeah. system. So, you know.
0: yeah. Um, musicians and poets too frequently used the Ouija board. Uh, in the 70s, a burgeoning rock group went to a seance show and used the Ouija board. Um, they actually had a medium with them doing this. Uh, they channeled the spirit of a witch from the 17th century. The ghost of the witch told them her name. The frontman of the group would later say in his biography that the name conjured up an image of a little girl with a lollipop in one hand and a butcher knife in the other. The spirit's name was Alice Cooper, and the musician (laughs) who channeled her would later legally change his name to her name, considering that she was perhaps one of his past lives.
1: Dope. I actually have always wondered why his name is Alice Cooper. Now I know.
0: Now you know. It's the ghost of a witch, and he the took her name. Cool. And he found her through the Ouija board.
1: <laughs> in a chat room.
0: Did she ask ASL? ASL. He's like, I've um mm, uh, you <laughs> I, I can't i can't imagine alice cooper being made uncomfortable by anything um
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think that that i mean maybe his existence is just so uncomfortable it's whatever because he does strive for that which is good
0: yeah i mean he know? definitely was one of the og like rock and roll edgelords
1: yeah so you know it's good
0: some writers have used the Ouija board to become legends as well. In the early 1900s, a writer named Miss John Howard Curran would use the Ouija board to channel a spirit named Patience Worth. Spi- Wait,
1: Patience Worth?
0: Patience Worth was the name of the spirit she channeled through the Ouija board.
1: Um. I love that. I don't know why I love that so much. You know why? It reminds me of Prudence in um, The Chilling Tales of Sabrina.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what that reminds me of, Patience. Uh, Okay.
0: The spirit would help her write six novels and numerous books of poetry, turning her into a literary icon. Mm. The poet Jane Roberts... Had a paranormal revelation involving an out-of-body experience, she became flooded with new ideas and used the Ouija board to help organize and, and interpret them. She was contacted by what she called an energy essence personality entity named Seth who would help her with her writing. She wrote a book in 1972 titled Seth Speaks, which was very influential in the 1970s New Age movement and rekindled interest in channeling, like combining it with a lot of the like co-opted Eastern like hippie yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, and I actually have never heard of this book, but um, we've talked a lot about the waves of like spiritualism. So a lot of stuff now we don't really – in the industry a lot of people don't look at stuff from the 80s and 70s with it doesn't hold much water anymore i guess is what i would say yeah
0: well there's also all that weird cult shit like in the 80s and 70s yeah the there's the fucking Manson family and like shit like that
1: The other thing is that there wasn't much technique to a lot of the stuff that they were doing. So I think that there's a lot of, well, from my perspective, there's a lot of question marks. And there's also a lot of, like, binaries that exist in older spirituality stuff that don't really hold true anymore. So, like, there's Linda Goodman is an amazing astrologer and has a lot of books. Everything I've ever had that's an astrology reference book that's, like, worth its salt has been from Linda Goodman. But she looks at things very much, this is an Aries woman. This is an Aries man. Obviously, that's not, that's basically not the vast majority of people. A lot of people are non binary, a lot of people are trans. There's a lot of people that do things very Mm -hmm. differently than like the typical you know, straight narrow way, which like that spirituality movement in the seventies and eighties was then departing from the fifties and sixties and kind of those more traditional values. So there's a lot of like binaries that don't exist anymore, so they don't really hold water. But yeah, and anyway. I'm sure
0: a lot of it just was you know, the the Edgelord stuff, like the Alice Cooper, you know, kind of thing. Um where people were just getting into like this spirituality stuff because America was getting real Jesus y real fast through the fifties.
1: Yeah. Like I think just a departure and also like in the seventies and eighties, eighties in particular, you see people being more successful than they were with like the stock market and everything. And um what what's the
0: Oh with like um It
1: was like talking
0: about yuppies like
1: uh like the kids that just like made a lot of money in their like when they were like twenty five in the eighties. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, I remember a lot of that. And uh, a lot of those yuppies, like, really influenced, like... What a successful parent is supposed to look like, right? And so, all of our parents raising us in the '90s were like, "We've got to look like this if we were good parents." When really, it's just a bunch of like fucking weenies that got rich in the '80s and like attribute it to like their magical mindfulness.
1: Well, and the other thing I was going to say about that is that that's like a distinct departure from like typical Christianity, where a lot of like Christianity is based in like more humble beginnings, especially in that time period, where it's like if you had a car and a white picket fence and a house, that was pretty standard. That's pretty much. What everyone had, so you aren't really looking to break out of the status quo. But people in the '80s that were making a lot of money were departing from traditional, yeah.
0: and they were, you know, they were collecting stuff.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and so then they become more of like into that stuff versus into religion and spirituality. And from that movement, when people looked at like, oh, think and get rich and all of that stuff that has been around since the 80s, where people are like, all you have to do to make yeah. money is manifest. <laughs> yeah, um, Like our, the spirituality that we have now is a response to that because we're moving back more into not having like as – Focused on the stuff that you have or the money that you have, we're more focused on your worth coming from other areas of life.
0: Yeah, ghosts in the eighties were capitalist.
1: Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly. If it. you want a
0: picture of like who we're talking about, Angelica's mom from Rugrats.
1: Yeah, it's
0: absolutely that.
1: Yeah, so I think you know I'm gonna hit yeah, the bowl we'll hit the but bowl. just to or say, yeah,
0: that's like a that's a thing. So one poet, in particular, while we're on the subject of poets um was so steeped in black magic she might as well have been in a cult tea bag uh, her poems are extremely influential even today just as her tragic life and struggles and mental illness and things like that were also like very much part of our like culture and the sort of mythology about her and her you know, in her poetry, and her writing. Uh, she was known to write entire poems with her Ouija board. Um, and you would know her by the name of Sylvia Plath.
1: Yes. And
0: some people believe that her tragic suicide was the result of black magic that her husband had introduced her to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, his name was Ted Hughes. And he would lead her through a swamp of occultism and black magic. And their fates would be dictated to them. By the Ouija board. Spoopy. Now, um, Sylvia and Ted had kind of like a custom-made sort of Ouija board mm-hmm. that they did. Uh, instead of, you know, what we traditionally see, the format of the Ouija board, they actually just wrote the letters on a table. Instead of a planchette, they used an overturned, like, whiskey glass. mm
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: Which we have, you know, a little overturned shot glass that we're going to use instead of a planchette as homage to Sylvia Plath. Yeah. Um, And we've got a reading uh, set up for Smandy. Smandy! Smandy. Yay! We found Smandy, uh, like, in the comments on the um, automatic writing episode we did for Merlot. And she was like, how can I get one of these? And I was like.
1: Boy, howdy. We'll
0: give you one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do a, do a little reaction video. Which, by the way, yeah, yours. if you're
1: interested in doing reaction videos or any of that for a reading on the podcast, we will happily do those.
0: And, uh, yeah, we've got, it, we've got it all set up. I'm going to find Mandy's question here. Uh so was like, hmm, what sort of questions are usually asked for this sort of thing? And if I were to think of the Ouija board specifically, I'd be like, are you there? Are ghosts real? You know, like the, <laughs> the, the dumb things that, like, teenagers ask. Yeah. Um, and, but when people actually genuinely want, like, psychic advice from somebody like Elle, you know, uh, I was like, well, you know, like, general life advice is usually what we yeah. go for. It. And um, Smandy asks – can I get advice on my recent breakup with someone I'm still in love with and who still loves me? Is he going to get help? Mm. Can I love him? Are her questions which seem right up your alley like you're familiar with like soul contracts and stuff is like really popular thing people order from you.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, and we'll definitely we'll see what the board has to say before we get into the reading. Um I want to say Ouija board readings, which probably if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard how all of the readings that I do in the reading like styles kind of gives you a different reading. It gives you a different thing. Um, And so this is like gonna it's just gonna be really interesting to see what we get a lot of times when i use a ouija board i already know what words the ghosts are trying to say so we'll get to like two letters and i'll be like okay that's this word so we'll try i'll try to not do that so we can really get into the ouija board and see what it has to say two fingers on um we'll kind of so generally to get it started I like to go in three big circles. So we go, and this is me moving it.
0: Oh, (laughs) lost my fingers.
1: Okay. So then, Smandy's question was what?
0: Uh, it was um about a recent breakup. Recent breakup. Uh, Her boyfriend. Uh, she broke up with. She wants to know if uh, there's still hope for their relationship. Um because she says they they both still love each other. Okay. Was that was that Q U Q U I I E E Oh, that
1: was an F. No, oh,
0: F. Is Q-U-I-F? it Q U I F?
1: So, quif. <laughs> Quiff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you want to hold your hand up off the table. We're going to do three big circles again. Okay. And then the feeling that you should have is just, like, lightly, like, this hard on it. So it's really, really soft. So I think that it was trying to say quiet is the thing. So it was, like, quiet, I'm trying to lessen.
0: It just gave us a yes.
1: Okay. So now we're going to just,
0: um... U-U-I-E-T. Quiet.
1: Okay, yeah. T-H-H-E...
0: R, E. There's. There's. Okay. Yes. Um. t
1: Nort. Nort? Is that okay? Nort? No.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. 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 A, okay. Okay. A, okay. A Ouija board? No.
1: Okay. So, and this happens sometimes with them, um, they, like, if, if they forget, if they struggle to spell something, then they'll, like, recorrect and, like, confirm whether or not something works for them or not. So, okay, so.
0: Elle is not looking at the witchy (laughs) voice while this is moving around. No. No.
1: No one. E, yeah, and no one E, V, E, V, E, e even, even, W, A, uh, W, no, is that no, is that W, A, W, W, no, no. okay, so try again, W, w A, and S. S. no one, no one even wants.
0: Why? <laughs> oh. Wow, that's really rude. Yeah, that's really like... yes.
1: No, rude. And saying yes to um, yes to it being rude is that a confirmation? Yes. Yes. Okay. But what? Okay. V. So. Oh, I didn't know we were on a letter. V. E. Y. Y. e. P. P. I think Viper.
0: E R Viper. Yes. Like
1: spelled weird. Okay. V y p e r Viper.
0: Viper. What is this? Like an energy drink brand? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Z. Z. O. W. w-
0: Zao. Goodbye. Good.
1: Are you still here? What a
0: rude ghost.
1: <laughs> I think that was not, like, I don't think that that was her thing. I think it was, like, a, just, like, a fucking, like, that was, like, some spirit who was, like, I just want to. It was the,
0: the 12-year-old that popped into, like, the gaming chat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it Overwatch. was Emily. Her name no. was Emily is what she just spelled. Oh, okay. So it was just, like, uh, this, like, punk kid. How old is Emily?
0: Two. Zero. Yes, twenty.
1: Okay, so Emily is just a ghost that's twenty. That's just like being an asshole because she can be.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, Emily jealous of you. It's Mandy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we got a yes out of the board. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna say, I want to talk to my spirit guide Charlie. I want him to come through and I want him to give me the information. Yes. And I actually think I wanna to move to the planchette. I think the planchette's gonna be okay. easier for both of us We're gonna
0: let go of Sylvia Plath's uh little instrument here, uh the shot glass, and move to the traditional planchette. Okay.
1: Yeah, so it will be easier. Yeah. Okay. So and make sure your hands up off the table. Okay. You gotta like it's weird, you gotta hold it up. Do you wanna pull no. this closer? Uh, is that gonna no, be easier? No,
0: This'll be good. Okay. My my right arm is just getting tired. Do you
1: okay. wanna use your left? Uh yeah, let's use my left. Okay.
0: It's just a weird, like, position for where my arm is. Okay.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Okay. We know. Um, You can't just fuck. <laughs> okay. We're still. We're still good. We're still, pretty good. still okay. in the shot. All righty. So, yeah. Three fingers. That's the other thing is we can put more fingers on this. So, okay. Can we talk to my spirit guide, Charlie?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. What, what, what. Advice or thoughts do you have for, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> the spirits are like, you're not moving fast enough, RJ. What advice do you have for Smandy? They spelled out popular, like, she's popular, oh, is what he's saying. Yes. Oh, she's popular. So
0: he's like, Oh, that might be why the uh, other ghost was jealous of you, Smandy. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. According
0: to Charlie. So,
1: okay, Charlie, do you have any advice for Smandy with her relationship? Yes, and I'm gonna choose to say relationship because I do not believe that it is over. So that's kind of my thought to Charlie. Um, Okay, what advice do you have for her? A. N. L. Mm, Yeah, I think it was any.
0: Any. Okay.
1: Like any. Yes. Okay. Any. Yes. Any. One. O. Sorry, this is oh, the thing that yeah. I do that I just already Any, know. Anyone.
0: Anyone. W. W. O. O. U. U L. L. Anyone, anyone would. would.
1: Yes. Yes. Anyone would. B I is that I?
0: Uh, S. Okay, no, no, it was not an I.
1: It was a U. No. No. What was. Okay, let's start that word again, please. Let's go ahead and do that again. Anyone would. What? Yes. Anyone it would be. B. There was a B. Okay. Um, L. U. Okay. C. I think it's lucky.
0: Lucky. Okay. Okay, lucky. anyone would be
1: lucky. And then. To. T. O. o. Sorry. Okay. I'm hearing them say the words. Anyone, I'm sorry. Would and be would be to, lucky to. L. O. V. V. v, v. E. Love. V. You. Yeah. Anyone, <laughs> anyone would, would be lucky, be lucky to lucky love you. To, yeah.
0: Is, was that the sentence, Charlie? <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So anyone would be lucky to love you. Yes. Um, what do you want to specifically tell Smandy about our uh, relationship?
0: Smandy also asked if he was going to get help. Oh. Yes. Sorry. Yes.
1: We're just gonna yes. doing yes for a minute. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> D. De- De- um. Charlie's getting frustrated De- because it's hard. Like it isn't going as quickly as he wants it oh. to. So D E. No, D A D
0: A Y Y day.
1: day. Okay. Yes. Day uh, B D- R-, R R R. Yeah. R K yeah. e-, e
0: A K Okay. Daybreak. Daybreak.
1: Hmm. That can mean oh. a few things, right? Yeah,
0: that's yeah, definitely a metaphor for a lot of things.
1: Okay. Daybreak. So anyone would be lucky to love you. Is he going to get help? Yes. And then daybreak. So is there more to that message? Yes. yes. F. F. U. u- no. Uv. V? it a v or u. It's a. It could no. Be, no. Are Are you trying to do a number?
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So zero. Seven. Seven. Three. Three. So daybreak in seventy three days.
0: Yes, daybreak in seventy three days. Eight. Yes. Yes.
1: I think weeks.
0: Yes, eight weeks.
1: Okay, um, as in he's going to get help in eight weeks. I think it's D on the board. Okay, D. Oh. B-O-U-U-B-E-T. Doubt. 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 You doubt the boyfriend?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Do we doubt the boyfriend is going to get help? No. Do we doubt the boyfriend? Q. 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 I. C. C. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, we have to say on the board quiz. <laughs> Is it? Oh, quiz. Okay, yes. as in like, uh, like um, a like test. a test in their relationship. Like a small test. Yes. Like like not a full test. Yes, we're, we're going to
0: have okay. lots of yeses out of Charlie. Okay. We're going in and out of that yes.
1: <laughs> they do that to like mm-hmm. be like, yes, ding, yes, ding, yes, ding, 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 yes. Ding. yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> you learned. <laughs> yes, thank you, Charlie. Okay, um, so daybreak, eight weeks, 73 days, right? 73 yes. days, yes.
0: And he is going to get help, but it is going to test the relationship. B E G B E G big zero, big zero, beg zero. Was it
1: beg or was it
0: big? B E G is beg. Oh,
1: beg zero. Beg zero. Z Z. Do you want to just pick a? Is that the word you're trying to make? I don't think that's the word that they're. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So then, beg zero. Start that again. What were you trying to say? B. Five. B five.
0: Yes. Bingo. B (laughs)
1: four, right? Yeah. I think B five is maybe like. It feels like a hospital thing, or yeah. like a like yes. a We're like a um, like a note of like maybe his room, or maybe like a yes. yeah okay. So then, big big
0: beg five beg five or no beg zero beg zero maybe don't beg
1: b Be five. B5 is like before, but one after. So it's like kind of like maybe we're not at the beginning or like we're not at like the start of something. Mm-hmm. Also, B5 is like a medical. They're saying like a medical room or something. OK. So I think that probably whatever help he needs to get yes. is going to be in like a like a, a inpatient or some sort of. Yeah. Like yes. it's like inpatient. Oh.
0: I mean, that that could mean something serious.
1: mm. Can be serious if not, like, taken care of is what I get. It's like, this is kind of, this is a quiz. Like, how much do you want to live through this thing? And so then, um, okay, I'm going to spell something. A. L. E. All. E. B. E. All B. Okay. Uh, <sighs> F. I and E. I'll be fine.
0: I'll be fine. Totally it'll fine. All, be it'll fine. all be fine. It'll all be fine. Charlie, it'll all be fine. Uh, yes.
1: Do you have anything specific you want Mandy, Mandy to know?
0: Yes. I'm going to switch hands. Okay.
1: You're going to work on your uh, your planchette arms. I,
0: d- I do.
1: Is it B-E? Okay. B, <laughs> e. e, Z, Z, A, A. N, Be zany. Be zany. Yes. B zany. Z. Is it D? D. D what?
0: O. N, N T. T
1: don't don't be, C oh is it C
0: yeah
1: Show us again okay mm, C. C oh don't cycle
0: C Y don't cycle yeah
1: yeah don't cycle be zany don't cycle.
0: OK, so um, I guess don't do the definition of insanity. The yeah, same Don't thing. just
1: keep don't keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Very obviously things haven't been working. And so now with him getting help, it's kind of a, this is a quiz. This is like not yeah. a big test, but this is like a this is yeah. a time where you guys decide kind of what's the what the thing is going to happen. And don't like don't cycle. T. A. L. L. Or K. I think. No, I think it's. Talk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Talk. Talk to. T O. H O Y O. Hoyo. Hoyo. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> no, you. ho. Okay, are you actually trying to spell out a word? Are we? St- are we still going or what are we doing? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's start again. So, I'm going to go ahead and reset. We're going to do the, the three spirals. Okay. So, H. H- o. O. W. W. Is it W? W. How. Do. D- do. Do. I already D- know. Like, this is ridiculous. D. D- o-, o-, o. How. Do. M. M- e. e- and, and how, do <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how do men? Yes. How do men? Yes. How do men? S I? This is a spooky shit right here. L E. How, how do, how do men, men, men smile?
0: How do men smile? Yes.
1: Is there more? Okay. How do men smile?
0: Um, tacos make me smile traditionally.
1: <laughs> w. W. H, H, E, N, N, when, when T,
0: T, H-, H, E, when the,
1: I, when uh, they, when they, yes, L, I, e-, <laughs> e, E, How do men smile when they lie?
0: How do men smile when they lie?
1: I think maybe that's like a very Mm. ominous thing for Smandy to think about.
0: Yeah. Um, Yes. Charlie says yes. Ominous and think about it. Yes.
1: (laughs) But I think it's specifically in relation to her boyfriend. Mm. Oh, you know what? He smiles a certain way when he's lying to her. He smiles. Mm. Oh, yes. So it's. It's, um, hey, what are you trying to do? Z. Z. A. A. (laughs) Z. A. I don't, does he think that the N is over there? Zany. Zany. Who is Zany? Like, what's the Zany thing? That's what I don't, I think it's Zany
0: is yes, according to Charlie. Yes. Zany is yes.
1: But I think it's a message for Smandy. I think it belongs to her, not to us. Oh,
0: like something... So that's why I don't know only, what it is. Only Smandy would know about the Zany? Yeah. Uh, does it have anything to do about being excited about the Animaniacs reboot? No, <laughs> according to Charlie.
1: It's like a... <laughs> um, uh, like a... You know how people just say things? Like how... Like I meow? Yeah. Like how that's just like what I do. It's like someone says some, says, says Zany or acts Zany. Like there's, some, there's something...
0: We got a four. For you. For you. Zany for you. <laughs> yes.
1: How do so, men so, smile when they lie?
0: He is zany for you. Aww, oh but yeah. also that could mean like crazy. No. Uh, no, it doesn't. It's it's a good feeling.
1: Hey. Talk, uh, tech. Is it? Is it talk or take? Oh, I think it's. Yeah, take. Take. Was <laughs> it C A? Yes. Okay, C A. S. Is it? I think it's R. I think it's take oh. care. Take care. Is it take care? Yes. Take care. Okay. T. O, W, A, I, T. Take care to wait.
0: Take care to wait. So be patient.
1: Yeah. And everything will
0: be all right, according to Charlie. I'll
1: be fine.
0: I know. Eight weeks. Eight (laughs)
1: weeks. I'll be fine. 73 days. B5. Uh, How do men smile when they lie? Lots of creepy stuff coming out of the board today.
0: (laughs) Yes, Charlie agrees.
1: Okay, so I think we're going to go ahead and close this. So we're going to move the planchette to goodbye, just to say we're done.
0: Goodbye. We'll talk to you again when we do Charlie, Charlie, Charlie.
1: You're just, you're also doing the, the chat. We're in the chat room. Yeah. For this one. You know, also no one want, would love you anyway, right? Or what did it say? That was so rude. That it was, was like, so rude.
0: So rude. What a rude ghost. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to deal with a rude ghost, But Mandy. I feel
1: like we got some really good.
0: Yeah, I think Charlie knows what he's talking about. Not some 20-year-old punk. Uh, Oh, I would uh, like to point out that we are doing this in my alma mater, Salt Lake Community College. This high school was formerly a Mormon-only high school Mm. that they rebuilt into a college campus for performing arts. So, uh, yeah, this high school being Mormon-only was kind of their way around, like, the Civil Rights Act until they got challenged in court. So I'm guessing there's some real crappy, like, teenagers here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Smandy, I hope you got some good <laughs> advice and uh, some not so good advice <laughs> as well from Emily, the first spirit we talked to, and Charlie, who is Elle's specific spirit guide. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, In episode two, we're going to talk all about Sylvia Plath and how a Ouija board uh, was an important part of her writing process and how magic itself uh, would be part of her legacy. Uh, Hit us up on Patreon and Elle will do a reading for you or send us a message um, if you would like to do a reaction video to a reading. Um, we'll be just doing whatever divination method we're covering on the show patreon.com slash mancy also if you liked the show please share it with your friends the more support we have the more episodes we can make if you like my writing you can pick up books at rjwalkerpoet.com
1: if you'd like to get a reading from me you can find me on twitter at laurels of lux as well as on my etsy shop at laurels of lux you can shoot me a message if you've got any questions or if you just want to order a reading
0: the music was provided by, in order of appearance, Hayden Fulker, Miyu, and Scott Buckley.